0: welcome to mind over mom i'm Alyssa, and i'm nikki our goal here is for this to be a safe space for moms to come and feel less alone in their daily struggles of motherhood
1: together we can free our minds find our inner warriors and embrace this new and beautiful village
0: we're so happy you're here Hello, our anxious mom friends. Welcome back to another episode of Mind Over Mom. This particular episode is funny because we have tried to record this topic.
1: Yeah, quite a few times. I
0: think this is like our fourth try. <laughs> and every time we we scratch the episode, we just can't get through it. Um, we think that, you know...
1: It's just a very...
0: Sensitive subject. Yes, that's yeah. the word. Sensitive. We don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. We don't want to come across a certain way. But you know what? Today, it's just kind of lay it all out there. So the topic is boundaries. So we'll start with boundaries within our homes with our kids, and of course, we're opposite in the sense of I feel like I have decent boundaries with my kids. Sometimes that makes me feel like a bad mom, though.
1: Um, It shouldn't make you feel like a bad mom. I feel like my boundaries are very relaxed with my kids. Um, So when Maddox was born, I'm going to just go back. So when Maddox was born, he had heart surgery at a very young age. He was 11 months. So I feel like with him, I kind of coddled him a lot from that moment on, I feel like I fought to get a diagnosis so hard and I fought cause I knew something wasn't right with him. And once we had it all figured out, I coddled him so, so, so much. And I like always made sure well, pretty much that everything was at his beck and call. And I joke now, cause I always say my boys are so extra and they are, they are so extra. <laughs> and, um, for Maverick, I mean, he really didn't have an excuse. We just, he just came along and followed foot. And, yeah, my boundaries just aren't really that structured, I guess, with the boys yeah. as yours.
0: Yeah. So what I would consider boundaries in my house are, like, the times when I have to do stuff around the house, right? Like, I am still basically a housewife. Yeah. I do a lot of the housework. So... I got to do the dishes every day. I got to do laundry almost every day. I got to clean the house. I got to clean the toilets. So like I sometimes I'll say to the kids, um, these are my jobs and I give them a list. This is what I have to do today. Okay, you can either help me clean the toilets or you can play because that's your job and those are my options and like at least my kids now are old enough to understand like all right. Mom's got stuff to do. Let's leave her alone because, you know, I don't really want to clean the toilets. No one really wants <laughs> to clean
1: the toilets. Like, I mean, the kids have the easy job. They just have to play. <laughs> exactly. But
0: that is that is a way to flip it in their mind of like, it's not like I'm just doing this just to do it. I'm doing this so that we have a clean house. Everyone in my house enjoys when the house is cleaner. My husband does. I do. It lessens my anxiety. To not be around clutter.
1: 100%.
0: And working out, like, that's a boundary because I tell my kids, this is what I'm doing. This is non-negotiable. You have to find something to do.
1: So I'm, like, laughing because I joke. I mean, I joke, like, I said to my mom, too, like, what did I do? Now, my boys are fresh into school full time. This is also so new. So like now when I say I joke about the past, that's like two months ago. But I say, how did I get anything done pre this school year? But I guess I was in like a rhythm. I had a flow. Like I did clean and I did do things. And I feel like for so long, I guess they were just either by my side. It wasn't, it didn't feel out of the norm. Like, it was just always normal for them to be tagging along or following me around or, like, doing it as they're playing right by my side. Like, they don't let me go very far from them. And they never have. And I never have. And, like I said, we live in a tiny home. They follow me around as I do things. It's not That has always been normal. They don't see it as boundaries. They see it as just, you know, like they're playing alongside of me. Now, flash forward to them just having break. Is when it really set in because now for the last two months, even though I haven't been 100% okay with them being away from me, I have been very productive and them being home this past week, I didn't realize how much they did shadow every single thing I did and how weak my boundaries were. Does that make sense?
0: It (laughs) makes total sense. And let's just backtrack. So in the beginning of November, the schools are closed just for like a week. So that's what we're talking about. This school's being closed. The kids are home with us. And it's funny because I remember talking in the summer with you about how much easier my life was when my kids were in school and how the summer really threw me for a loop because they were home all the time. And it's almost like without a structured plan through the day my kids and my family and my house is chaos and I know that I could do a better job at like structuring things like for them to be doing but it's almost like then I have to structure things for them to be doing just to do the things that I already don't want to do like it's, uh,
1: it's a, it's a juggle because I feel like I like the idea of them being able to come home and just feel relaxed and not have a structure. And, like, my oldest, where he thrives and he's fine with not having that structure, my youngest does not. So, like, the spiral of him being off this whole week, like, unless we had something to do and something planned out, he wanted to be, like, on a schedule, and I was like, no, it's break. This is supposed to be fun. Relax. Like, hang out in your pajamas. Eat some cereal on the couch. You know, like, this is supposed to be a nice break. But if, for him, it just, he want, He asked. He's like, when do we go back to school? And this is my youngest child. My oldest could care less. He was like, I don't want to go back. I don't have to go back. But he does. He's kindergarten. Um, but yeah, it kind of threw everyone in the house for a loop. Because it was just I guess, becoming not the norm anymore. And I even, I had an interview on Monday. (laughs) And um, for for something part-time, which I'm looking so forward to, I think it'll be nice. And I went into my bedroom to do the interview over the computer. As soon as I sat down, there was a child underneath of my chair. Of course there was. And I was like, dude, I need five minutes, just five minutes But they're just not used to that at home. It's not normal for them to have to be separated from me when they're in the house. And yes, my boundaries could be better. It's a learning process. But if I have a third kid, they're screwed. Because they're going to be a little bit more structured than it's been thus far.
0: I also feel like it's funny how... I feel like the reason why my boundaries are so good is because I get so overwhelmed in my house and so overstimulated, and I know that you don't have that same, like, I don't, I don't personality. know, personality. Yeah, you you thrive in chaos. I do not. I don't thrive in chaos. So like, if my kids are touching me too much, I, they don't really do that anymore. But like, I remember when they were younger, and they would touch me all the time, and at, at some points, I would just be like okay i just i just want to like sit by myself for a few minutes see and i
1: don't feel like i really get touched out i feel like i'm a very affectionate like person all around and i feel like my kids are always hanging on me and i have said this too like i don't feel emotionally over the baby stage but my boys are not babies like that's the problem is because my boundaries have been so lax over the years they act the same as it's always been but they're older now and like i still feel like i'm not over that phase of you guys aren't like i still want the babies i still love the baby age yeah and so it's it's kind of confusing for me right now too and i feel like it plays on my anxiety a little bit because like yes i want them to be babies but no they're not babies like so that's what's been really hard lately and something I've been struggling with personally.
0: I get that because as Jay is getting older, Jay's five now, as he's getting older, I can feel that he wants more structure, more responsibility in the house. But I still look at him like the baby in the family. I still look at him like, we kind of have to cater to him. But like, we have to get over that. But that's so much easier said than done because this is how we've always been. We've He's always been the baby. We've always tiptoed around him. But we're almost at the point now of like, we have to give a little harsher love to him because he needs, he's five. You are going to kindergarten next year. You need to, you know, not throw fits. You need to not cry when something doesn't go your way because not everything in life is going to go your way. So it's something that we're like adjusting to. Because like last night, I asked him to do me a favor. I asked him to grab something for me, my chapstick maybe. And he, and Riley did it. And I, Jay was like, but you asked me. And I'm like, I know, I'm sorry, but you know, usually you wouldn't do it anyway. And he's like, well, I was going to do it that time. And I'm like, cool. All right, next time I'll let you do it. But like, those are the kind of small tasks that he wants to be responsible for, but I don't, usually even think to ask him because it's usually a no
1: yeah he wants to step up to the plate and be a big kid yeah and
0: that's great I would love that but most of the time I get a no response so we're gonna have to work towards me doing it to him and him saying yes and so we can move forward
1: yeah and I feel like as the second child they really do like to do things and they really do like to help out I don't know I find that in my house too like I feel like Maverick is very Sometimes more. Sometimes he's more likely to do things than Maddox. He'll just be lounging, and like I always say, I'm like, does the not hearing start, like with boys so young? Because selective the selective hearing hearing, that's the word. Because I'm always like, I'll call their names. Like, do your ears work? Oh, I didn't hear you. I'm like, does it really start this young? Like, I know that they are little, and they are, and like I said, I true treat mine like they're they're younger than they are but yes that's like a current running joke but I have a house full of men so that's probably why full of boys I was gonna I was gonna say boys and then I'm like I didn't want my husband to think I was calling him a boy anyway I'm getting sidetracked all right so let's bring it back to boundaries okay
0: boundaries all right so should we talk about boundaries outside of our homes in our lives
1: well I just want to say before we get to that with even though I lack at boundaries I make sure that the boys have boundaries and I kind of feel like that's something that you do too so we could talk about that real quick
0: yeah well I always make sure that my kids don't feel pressured into anything like it's a matter of respect it's a matter of um and I don't just mean like I mean for like when I'm tickling them if they say mom stop okay I'm done stop that goes for anyone that touches them. Like, those are our boundaries. Also, you know, emotionally. Like, I want them to have emotional boundaries. If, if someone, especially for Jay, because he's so sensitive, when people are pushing him to, like, get him to act a certain way, I'm like, no. It makes him uncomfortable. This is him. Yeah. So we're just going to have to deal with it. We have to deal with the situation. So
1: I guess those are kind of my main boundaries. Yeah, see like for us it's the same. I would say we do the same thing. Um but with like sharing, of course I like make them share. I teach them to share, sharing's caring, right? But if they have like something special, that's theirs. And like I said, I have two boys. So like sometimes it's hard because a lot of their toys are shared toys. But if they do get something that's special and it's for them, like, no, that's that's your special toy. Like you have to set boundaries now. Otherwise, in 20 years, you're going to be like me. No, I'm just kidding. But you, it's a good starting place to know that things are yours, and that's it. Like, you should have those boundaries, and they should start at a young age. So I feel like the fact that I notice that and I want to I wanna have them have stronger boundaries is, like, respectable. It's good, you know? Like, I pride myself in it. That's what I was looking to say. All right. So now we can move forward to boundaries with others, if you'd like.
0: Okay. Um do you want to dive into splitting the household chores in terms of boundaries? Like, like I set a boundary in my house, I would say, and I use the term boundary like loosely, just because that's the topic. But like, I have my jobs in the house. Joe has his jobs in the house. That's fine and dandy. But like, I'm not doing your jobs, just like I don't expect you to do my jobs. So it's almost like, Not so much, yeah, not so much a boundary as just like a fair and equal splitting of the things in the house.
1: I mean, it's not going to shock you that I sound very, I'm going to sound very laxed in it. I feel like we kind of share everything and like overlap each other's stuff. Except the garbage, Mike, if you're listening, you have to take the garbage out. But aside from that, that's the only one that I refuse to do. I don't feel that that's something I should be doing. I just don't, you know. So, but everything else, I feel like we kind of flip back and forth. Yeah. Laundry, dishwashers, things like that. We kind of, we're very, we're very relaxed. And we're not. We're and you're very, not. I know. You're very structured. Like,
0: so yeah, even just for something as simple as the laundry, I have my tasks with the laundry. Joe has his tasks with the laundry. That's fine. Like the other day, he texted me a picture of the laundry basket sitting there with the clothes that weren't folded and he was like should I do these and I said no that's my job you don't have to fold them just like I'm never gonna go outside and mow the lawn
1: well Mike mows the lawn too but I feel like that I feel like listen you got to put it this way there's some winter months the lawn doesn't need to be mowed so I'll take the help with the laundry if Mike wants to fold time, which he does a lot <laughs> Because,
0: well yeah that's good uh, joe doesn't mind putting the laundry on or putting the laundry away and i don't mind folding it so
1: we're a good balance there. yes yeah i feel like it's all about balance in the household i don't know that i have listen under my roof i feel like the only boundaries i'm really setting are the ones that the boys need to have for themselves so because in other words you we're just like, you don't
0: even have any boundaries
1: well not he i feel like not I don't know. I just don't. I'm not like super. I said to you, like within our household, I feel like I'm pretty open. I'm pretty communicative. I feel like if I want to say something, I'll just say it. I'm loud. Just tell everybody it'll get taken care of. But I just feel like, no, we don't have like a standard boundary in the house. Like even with the boys, I sleep with them. But one day they're going to get old enough. And they're not going to want me to sleep with them. So I always look at it like that. Like, yes, is that a boundary that I have seen moms, like, feel so, put so much pressure and be so hard on themselves because they're sleeping in their kid's bed and their kid is five? Well, Maddox is about to be a six. And there are are times where I fall asleep in there. There are times where I'm called in there in the middle of the night. There are times where I spend the whole night in there. But I look at it like when he's 10, he's not going to be calling me in there. So it's short-lived. I hold on to it. I also say that because I feel like moms should, whether either side of that, you should do what suits your family and what suits you. And if that's having strong boundaries with that, then so be it. But it's just not something that I think moms should be hard on themselves about. Because I have seen that so many places. Like, I have seen moms, like, stress with the sleep. It's like a trigger for moms. Yes. yes. It's a very big trigger.
0: Huge yeah. trigger. Mm-hmm. Especially when you just feel like you shouldn't be doing it, but you're still doing it. So it's like, am I caving or am I being a good mom? Where is,
1: where's the line to draw? Yes, well, and that's even like the binkies. So many moms are hard on themselves about binkies. And I thought Maverick for sure was going to go to kindergarten with a binky. I was convinced. I said he is going to be that kid that never, ever lets it go. And guess what? He doesn't have a binky anymore because it just happens. And it's something that we put so, so much pressure on ourselves. And it's not worth it because time does change things. Unfortunately unfortunately, I feel like you hold on to things. And I think I was holding on to Maverick being a baby, but he was growing up. And then he did eventually just give his binky up. Funny thing, I built his bed yesterday. And when we moved his old bed, I found like 16 binkies back there. And it brought a tear to my eye. I said to my mom, like, is he storing them there? Is he using them? She's like, no, they probably fell back there. He had no idea they were back there. But it was very cute and it was very funny. And it made me look back and say, like, I thought he was going to have this forever.
0: I can think of so many things when you say that about my kids, where when you're in a season, it always seems like the season is going to last forever, doesn't it? Like, when when you have something in your head that you're so stressed about it's almost like my god are we ever gonna get there and that's like every stage of parenting I feel like I've been talking to a lot of older moms recently who just say like it goes so fast you know you're in the thick of it now it gets easier and like that's so nice to hear I love hearing that but It's so hard to remember when you're in a tough season because it almost just feels like it's going to last forever. But we have to keep reminding ourselves like, no, we're going to get past this. We'll have a new struggle next next month. But right now, this is our season and that's where we're at.
1: And I feel like each season is so different. And I feel like like there were so many for me personally, I had so many more seasons of contentness when they were younger and now I feel like flipping it around this has been so hard for me like the stage that we're in right now and I feel like that's where if you're anything like similar to me that's where finding those binkies brought me some sense of like oh my gosh I remember this and like it was some kind of comfort in my heart if that makes sense because yes while you don't like hearing it when you're in the thick of it It's true. The clock doesn't stop for anyone. And like, that's why I think parenting can be so challenging sometimes because we're like, you want to rush through certain things, but then you also want to bring certain things back. And it's like, it's just life and you have to just keep rolling with it.
0: Yeah. And you have to like, figure out when to do each, right? Like you have to figure out when to stay in the moment or when to like, we do have to stress about things sometimes. No, a hundred percent. Unfortunately, I wish that we didn't, but that's just life. And when you want to raise good kids, I just feel like you have to. I saw a quote the other day that was like, Nobody in my family understands how much I stress about them, but also nobody like can stress as good as me. Like I'm the I stress for everyone in my house over things that they probably don't
1: even think about. I know. Well, I also feel like that's the love that we have for our kids. Really, when it comes down to it, that's, like, the power of love. Yeah. And when you care enough about something, you're going to make sure everything is good. Yeah. And that they're good, obviously, because we're talking about the children. Like, we want the best for them. Mm-hmm. And that's where a lot of our stress does come from. Yeah. I think.
0: Yeah, me too. Agree. Um, But I will say, from having the kids off last week and then we did our first overnight trip um with the kids and when I tell you that by the time the weekend was over and by the time I got home on Sunday I put my noise canceling headphones on and I said please nobody talk to me for like a solid hour like I love you guys we had so much fun we made such good memories but I, I was craving that time to myself.
1: Yeah, well, I feel like for you, you like your alone time. And I feel like to be away all weekend. It was just like from the second
0: I opened my eyes until the second we went to bed. And I, I know that... I'm hard on myself but like it was very overstimulating for me. It was very tough. It reminded me why we don't do this very often. It reminded me why I haven't taken them on a plane yet because a lot of the weekend we were like should we just go home? Like we're all so tired. This is so tough. Like it was it was tough. It was a tough weekend. So I guess to tie this in with boundaries is like one of my boundaries in life and in motherhood is that I need time to myself whether that's me sitting with my headphones on reading a book whether that's me taking a bath and my husband deals with the kids like this is something that I know that you probably don't feel this because you know we're so opposite but I can't be a good mom when I'm super overstimulated and overwhelmed, and I need that break to myself. So,
1: Alyssa, next time you go away, you should just bring them and take time for yourself. I Take time. Did I, you do that? I tried, tried to do a that. little
0: bit, but it, it's just so not easy when you're just all... They're just so on top of you, and as much as Joe tried to Looks like, different. they give always want to be on your mom. Their mom. It's always me. It's yeah. and I. I've been saying this to my kids constantly lately. Like, your dad is sitting right here. Yeah. Like, do you see him?
1: Because he could do what you're asking of me. Just ask him. I feel like it's different. Yeah. I like just said to Mike the other day, I'm like, I'm going to try sleeping on your side of the bed because I feel like the noise doesn't work there. Because I saw that somewhere and he was like, I just got to look because obviously he hears them at night, but he doesn't jump right out of bed. I just feel like I do. I'll like run around the house in the middle of the night. But yes, I feel like it's very different. And that probably goes back to just being their mom and they know that we're going to be at their beck and call. And, like, as strong as your boundaries are compared to mine, like, y- your kids even do it. It's just that power of motherhood, I yeah, guess. Yeah, And, like, no, I I love vacationing with my boys. But we've been doing it for a very, very... Like, we've been doing it since they were babies. Like, when you had told me Jay did not sleep through the night, unfor- like, unfortunately... That was a thing, but it's not going to always be a thing. You're right. Like that's the, I feel like you just have to get used to traveling and used to vacationing and he has to get used to being away from his bed. But like, whereas adults can just adjust to being in a hotel or, or being away, it's so hard. And especially for Jay, because he's so attached to his life and his things and his home and his structure. And his structure. So it takes him out of his comfort zone. But, like, that will get easier within time.
0: Yeah, I'm just in a season right now. I'm figuring I have to it remind out. myself that I'm in a season that every trip won't be that hard.
1: Yeah. You, you do. Yeah. I mean, I'm impulsive. We took the kids this past weekend to Disney on Ice, and, like, I'm ready to book a Disney trip in, like, two months. And Mike is like, Really? Are we doing this? I'm like, I, This is just me. This is me. I like to do things by the, what's that saying? seat of your something like yeah something something (laughs) along that line but I feel like the more that you travel the easier it will get because traveling with kids is a hell of a lot different than traveling just you and your husband you and a friend completely different and they always say like don't you need a vacation after your vacation when you travel with kids it's just part of life obviously if there's a quote like that out there then you're not the only mom that feels that way. That's true. Touche, so. touche. Okay. So. Anywhere else that we should go with our boundaries? I mean, as far as outside of the home and boundaries with others, I feel like I have gotten a little bit more structured with my boundaries. Um, out With anyone outside of our house. I feel like I am always up for advice with the kids. Um, I... But I also just do what works for my family. I feel like that's what I'm comfortable with. I feel like I will definitely take advice, but I've let advice not hurt my heart. Yeah,
0: impact you in a way that you don't think is necessary.
1: Yes. I feel like I'm always open for it, but I just do what I think is good for my family and I. Does that make sense? It does. But I wasn't always very structured with that either. I feel like I used to be pretty lax. I used to let what others say affect, it, affect me and how I parent. Um, I remember even younger, even when the boys were younger, like, and I know we've mentioned breastfeeding, like, and that we'll get on, on that topic on another day, which we will. But like, I remember, um, this kind of brings me full circle with Maddox's surgery. I was trying to breastfeed and I was having so much trouble Because everybody thought I just couldn't breastfeed. (laughs) But when we switched to formula for him, he was also not gaining any weight. And we were searching and searching and searching for answers. And everyone kept saying, you have to breastfeed him. You have to breastfeed him. It's not working. Everyone was hovering over me. Everyone was, except my mom. My mom was like, just do what you know is right in your heart and feed the baby. And um, it didn't matter in the long... Term of it was there was an underlying issue with his heart, and that is why he couldn't gain any weight. It had nothing to do with formula, it had nothing to do with breast milk. But I let that affect me so much. I was crushed, I'm devastated. I was like, This is my first baby, and I can't breastfeed him, and it's not successful, and I'm doing something wrong. Something must be wrong with me. And I was so hard on myself. So, yes, I feel like as the years have gone on and my boys have gotten older, my boundaries have been much better because I realize that people can have all the opinions in the world, but you know your kids the most. True. My boundaries
0: <laughs> are okay in the sense of, I feel like I still do take what people say to heart a little too much. And I know I shouldn't, and I know that I know my kids best, but I still... And it's a work in progress, like I'm trying to get over it, but I, I take it hard when people critique me as a mom. I don't want to be critiqued as a mom. Critique me in any area of my life other than my motherhood, um, only because I feel like I'm doing my best, and as long as my kids know that I'm doing my best, that's all I should care about, but I guess I just don't like anyone else
1: thinking that like I'm not doing my best, because I am. You know, Alyssa, but you need to just worry about yourself and not worry about what other people have to say. I feel like you know who you are as a mother. Yes. And that's the most important part.
0: Yeah. So I'm definitely going to work on those boundaries because otherwise, like in any other aspect of my life, my boundaries are solid. But it's the, yeah, feeling like maybe I'm not doing you know, I I question my, I have to stop questioning myself or doubting myself in motherhood, but I feel like don't we all a little bit sometimes?
1: Absolutely. I definitely don't have all my, you know, ducks in a row when it comes to boundaries, obviously. Um, but I think that the bottom line is motherhood is hard enough. So like to put pressure on meeting other people's standards when we know that we're doing what is, right? what is right for us? There is no right and there is no wrong. And that's what I think it is. It's like we put this pressure to make sure that everything is quote unquote right. Perfect. Perfect.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But like that's not reality. It's not, real, yeah. not reality. Yeah,
0: perfection doesn't exist. It's like just what's good enough for, for you and your family.
1: Yes. Yeah. And what's good enough for one person may not be good enough for another person.
0: Yeah. So we got through our rounderies episode. <laughs> Very proud of us. Me too. <laughs> Lisa, that was wonderful. I know. And we're so excited to start welcoming guests on the podcast in yes. the next few weeks. Um, and if you don't already, go follow us on Instagram. We would love it if you would leave us a review. And we'll see you next week. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to this episode of mind over mom we hope you tune in again next week and in case nobody told you today you are beautiful you are strong and you are loved we'll see you next time